safety please stay inside the podcast keeping your arms feet and legs inside the podcast at all times and please folks keep an eye on your children because i certainly will all right we have a special special interview for you guys this week before i get to it i just wanted to talk about the uh you know right now it's still we're still in weird ass times folks and i know the news can be dreary and you might need a beer to pair with all that despair and what better place to go than your local brewery Make sure to hit up hoppedla.com. There's a full section of all the local breweries that are delivering. They have to-go options. Uh, slowly, we have these breweries opening up, so just keep an eye, on, eye out on all their social media channels. And, man, we are all excited for those, for those breweries to come back. And one of the breweries I'm excited about is, of course, El Segundo Brewing Company. Right now, I'm drinking a delicious Mayberry IPA. And, oh, my goodness, for all this heat... It is delicious. Make sure to check up on their website, all their social media channels, and you'll be good to go. Now, this week I'm sitting down with a very good friend of mine. He is a comedian, writer, actor, known felon, (laughs) and uh, he is now the beer slinger over at Wing Walker Brewing Company in beautiful Monrovia, California. Ladies and gentlemen. Ryan D. I wish I had. Uh, I, I should have got my applause sound. Dude, we should. Yeah, it, that's one thing I want to invest in this podcast okay. is a goddamn soundboard. Well, you know, I got this one. Uh, it's pretty. I think it's like fifty bucks. Uh-huh. Well, you know, you don't have a. Well, you you don't even run it on a. Anyway, it's pretty good. <laughs> I got some. Uh, I got some pretty good. Uh, some pretty good. Oh God! Well, I see some of the names. Yeah, on there. yeah, yeah. Well, I'm trying to see if I can find a. Oh well, hey, you know what? The well, magic's over. Yes, we got, we got those. We got those. Okay, all right. You're gonna need to keep that somewhere open to drop at any moment during the podcast. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, Ryan D, how are you, man? Uh, terrible. <laughs> um, <laughs> Is anybody good right now? I mean, no. I mean, it's one of those things. Like, I think you were the one that brought that up a while ago, um, how, as a comedian, like, you never want to ask the audience, like, hey, how you guys doing? Because everyone's going to be like, woo, or whatever. But, you know, hopefully there's that one asshole that's like, well, you know what? I'm doing all right. Uh, yeah. And I'm always that guy when people <laughs> ask me in real life. I'm always honest. <laughs> right? Like, because why should I lie to you? I'm just going to. Like, I should ruin your day because I'm having a terrible day, you know? It's ruining days, it's the gift that keeps on giving, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, I hate saying my day's going well when it's not. Right. Well, but, I, but then there's also, I don't know, but then, but then have you ever been, like, a victim of that, though? Like, have you ever been, like, oh, how you doing? And they're like, oh, not so good. I'm going yeah. Through it. But yeah. Then, you're like, then you're, like, stuck there, like, oh, man. Uh, at the bar. Yeah. But a few times I, I make the mistake, because, you know, sometimes talking to locals at the bar can be like a roll of the dice. Sometimes you get that one really cool person that's like chill to drink with. You buy them around, they buy you around, and all of a sudden you usually, guys are like crying about each other's exes and shit. Then you get those that are like older men that I right I, like old, like older homeless looking men that I <laughs> the ones that have no hope in life. They're well, just like one dude. I met this guy in New Orleans and I I, could, I swore he was an angel. <laughs> he said some like 
explain. Pro- I, I, I gotta he hear said the some story. profound shit to me and then like disappeared in the night. You know, like <laughs> he like bought me a round of drinks and was just I, and you know I was. Did he have an accent? Every uh, mystical figure has to have an accent. Yeah, he had like a. Well, he was from like the Midwest, so but he was so he wasn't from New Orleans, but he was just huh. like he was just very hippie like. I think it was actually. I don't even think it was from. Whatever, dude. It was. Dude, what was, if it was God? Was what if God up. was just like hanging out and you just? I don't just, know. And then like he was. That's what it was. I smoked weed with him. That's why I thought he was the <laughs> fucking. Uh, that's why I thought he was. He was. Oh, can we curse? I'm sorry. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, You're doing a podcast with me. Would you think I would ever do a clean show? I, I mean, I don't know. You're on a network. I'm not. <laughs> True. True. Um. Well, I, I guess technically I am, but uh. No, yeah, it's like, and I don't really smoke weed, you know that. So like, I we were at the, I was at the bar, and then this dude was like, "Yeah, I like I drove through here during like Vietnam, and then I I just stayed, and then like, he's, and then he was like, you guys want to go to my van and smoke some weed?' And I was like, "This is how we get murdered. Like this is." And you said yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, God you know, damn. But it sounds terrible. But it was like exactly that. He had like a dope van. And we smoked weed with him, and then he was just saying some profound shit. Couldn't tell you what it was because I was, I was drunk and high. And then we walked back to the bar. He bought me around, and then like disappeared, he, like almost evaporated. Yeah, like he bought you, you know, guys. Cheers. He drank, and then yeah, by the time and then he, your hit your cup hit the floor, hit he the was gone. bar, gone, just like a mist. Yeah, it smells like cabbage and uh, well, Midwest, a little bit. Of well, beer. this was New Orleans where I met him. Oh, it's so marijuana just it was yeah, it was just a cloud of smoke Maybe. and gumbo see i <laughs> i would have to i think we'd have to get you incredibly drunk and incredibly high and then you'll you'll remember you'll remember those things I feel oh like. i gotta be in new orleans though it's oh. it's in my you're right it's in my drunken memory bank yeah i i wouldn't want to enter that memory bank i don't know what else would be in there <laughs> a lot now, of bad times <laughs> now what's funny is uh you and i have kind of like grown up in the same area without directly oh, we did? knowing each other. No, I'm just kidding. Which is <laughs> kind of funny. Uh we yeah. didn't become friends till later. Uh we're, we're like uh we were, we were always just like parallel friends. You know what I mean? It was like we were, we were just one friend off right from actually being in a group together. Yeah. And then one fateful day one of our buddies got married and then boom. That's is that it. What happened? Well, well it's, it's pretty much like I saw you I went to we went to one of their parties once and you were there and uh and uh, Garrett you're Fellow co-host from Humpcast was there. And, yeah. Uh, I think it's where I met Steve, too. We all just ended up hanging out that day. Yeah. 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 I guess that was. That was. It was. It was like the pre. It was the uh, engagement party or something. I don't yeah. Know, like, it, it was. All those parties kind of run together. Yeah. It was something like were that. You, you, and you were, you were already into comedy, right? You're already doing Humpcast, stuff like that. Yeah. 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 Well, so, I started comedy and, and my podcast. Around, well, and Humpcast around the same time. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, so those two are. They kind of coincide. So it's been uh, six years. The next six years. Last month, actually. Right. Yeah. Damn. How time flies, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And I used to lie when I was early <laughs> on. I used to tell people I was like five, six years in. Um, and then I'm now five, six years in. So people are like, I thought you've been doing it for like 12 years or something. And I'm like, yeah, I yeah, have. It's yeah, absolutely. Yeah, totally. 12 years. Well, because you, you know, I mean, it's just kind of a weird thing, like when when you're when you're a rookie, like people treat you like a rookie. So if you act like 
you've been in the game, people treat you differently. Is there like, I mean, I, I understand the, you know, comedic scene has changed a lot from the 80s and stuff like that. I mean, it's changed even for the just a couple of years that I've been doing it. Is there is there any kind of hazing really when they kind of know, oh, you're a rookie? <sighs> yes. Uh... Don't worry, I doubt any comedians will listen to this podcast. <laughs> no, so no, okay. well, no, I just, I'm trying to think of how to, I definitely did. There is, but like, that it's more it's not really hazing it's just it's more of like i guess it kind of is it's like can you hang you know right but like but there is there are a lot of like older gen comics that come from like a generation before me mm-hmm. that kind of really take it to the next level and really t- like take advantage of new comics you know like mm-hmm. so i've been a victim of it of like you know there'll be like so, some guy who's been on tv a couple times and whatever had like a maybe a hit tv show like in the 80s but like they're like, oh, I need you know, I'll uh, I'll get you like a hosting spot or like, you know, the bullet, which is like the very first spot, unpaid as long as you drive me there. You know what I mean? So like, mm, so it's very pro wrestling, like so yeah, the so, so it's like yeah. you you know you want you want to get in with those th- that crowd and you want to, you want to meet the you know the club owners and you want to do those rooms, but at the same time like sometimes they're just kind of taking straight advantage of you, you know? Right. Um, so, uh, and once I got to a certain point, I was just like, I don't need to do this shit anymore. Like mm-hmm. I've already, and like, not only, I mean, that, that doesn't sound so bad, but there were a couple guys that I would go on the road with and, and, and do that with that would deliberately like treat me like I, I was only an opener and like, wouldn't introduce me to like the club owners and stuff. Oh, that's weird. Right. And, and I think it's in fear not to toot my own horn, but like, <laughs> I think it's in fear of knowing that I was, I had the potential of doing better than they would. Right. Some you know that jealousy is in every industry, and uh, you know it's right, and it's and it, that's the weird thing, it, and it is it, it's like a it's a generational thing though, because like the group that I started with, like I mean, mind you, there are still people like this, but like my group was very supportive, like, and they still are, like where all my buddies are just like it's like we're we're all in this together, like we want we want to bring our friends with us, like why would you know so. It's just, it's like, why would you step on your, your buddy's neck to get to the next level when like, take them with you. Take, yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's just as easy. You right. know, we're not all competing for the same fucking, it, and it's different now because there's so many outlets. So it's, it's not like it was like in the seventies and eighties where everyone was competing for that one fucking, you know what I mean? Like there were only certain amounts of sitcoms they would put out a right. year. And, and, and only everyone, so many comedic like specials they can do. Right. So everyone was like. You know, they, it, 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 there wasn't a lot of outlets, so everyone was just, just killing each other for these opportunities. Oof. See, that's one thing I think uh, that I love about the beer industry is that you don't really get that. Um, when did you, like, as you're doing the in doing the uh, stand-up special, or sorry, your stand-up like, gig, stuff like that, you're already drinking. You're a degenerate, obviously. You're a comic, so... <laughs> What were you drinking at the time? Were you getting were you getting like just the free pitchers of beer, whatever they gave for you? Were you already kind of getting into like the arrogant bastards and shit like that? Or, um, I mean, I've been drinking craft. I mean, quote unquote craft for <laughs> what? I mean, I got into like good beer when I was, even when I was a teenager. I got tired of like <gasps> you drink underage. Oh How God, dare you? I know it's a funny thing, dude. Every like I swear to you, at least eighty percent of the guests I've had in my entire career doing this. They always say, oh, you know, when I turned 21, I'm like, come on, bro. Like, come on. We all drank. Let's all be real. You know, we're all, you know, young kids. Someone's going to have beer and we're all going to try it, I right? I remember where the fuck, I forgot where I, I, 
where was it? It might have been somebody I was dating or something. It was like a relative. And was, I was that like, a gig? Uh, and it, no, it was like a, maybe a family barbecue or something. And I walked in <laughs> with beer. And I can't, dude, I can't put my finger on it exactly what happened. But I remember it was like a see, there was like a teenage girl there, and I just was like handing out beers, and I went like that, and she's like, "I'm not 21," and I went. <laughs> So, <laughs> and like, <laughs> I fucking neither am I. And uh, I fuck, I can't. I I always have these. I mean, weird shit like that happens to me all the time. But like, and I didn't get in trouble for it. It was just that, like everyone in the family kind of laughed. They were like, "Good one." Like, go ahead and drink. Like, it's not yeah, a big deal. Yeah. That that's something I I people some people kind of have hard time understanding with Latin culture, Italians. Like, we all have a history. We all have like a a tradition of like when you drink you kind of drink with the family it's always like your dad or your uncle yeah. that gives well, you hang on. let me get oh, we'll get to that but i'll get back to what you asked me so i want yeah. to answer that before i forget uh so like i said i was drinking you know like blue moon and stuff like right. that and then with the orange um, in or just straight out of the bottle yeah with the orange yeah you keep know? it bougie baby you know uh and every now and then i'll still want that you know um and then i, I really got into craft a lot when i was like what maybe like Five six years ago, did someone introduce you to it? Or uh, yeah, my my ex. Uh, so I mean, I mean, into a into a lot mostly. Um, I mean, you were doing stuff, but that was I didn't know you that long ago. Yeah, I think I, think I was already doing beer when we met. Breweries were starting to pop up, micro brews, uh-huh. and like you know, oh, when I started the podcast, we that was one of our main well, yeah, major yeah. goals at the beginning was to spotlight new up and coming breweries. So we would like go, uh, we would go to. Uh, liquor stores that would have craft and then i mean or we would go find tap rooms and shit like that mm-hmm. fill up growlers and have them and then we would do tastings and talk about them on the show i mean and then we would have i mean at the in the early years we mostly did what you do which is just like have like brewers and and uh you know owners and people popping up and home brewers and stuff like yeah. on, on the podcast and mostly because we just wanted free beer yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm being honest, uh, yeah, absolutely. And then I mean, and then when people would would like we'd we'd invite like the owners to breweries to come by, and they would like show up with just like like two cans or something like that. Or, like you motherfucker, like, like we, we want to get fucked up today. <laughs> what, what is come this, on, bro? Come on, what is it? I'm like, we don't. This isn't wine. We're not trying to just taste it. Yeah, know? yeah. Um, but what the fuck was it? What were, what were we talking about? Oh, 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 oh. You were talking about culture and drinking uh, underage and stuff. Yeah, dude. Uh. I yeah you're, I know I think about this a lot because um, I think back on how my parents were and I think I would probably do the same thing because it was like it was like the weekend my spot was was like the spot you know for my right. friends at least like we weren't it seems like we do. weren't like allowed to like throw big ragers like at least I mean unless I mean every now and then we did um, when the parents were gone uh, that that happened later <laughs> but for the most part just like, don't tell your mom about this podcast we'll be all right nah she knows <laughs> she don't get like not that she doesn't give a fuck like my, that's what i'm saying like my, my parents were cool in, in the sense that they were like they're gonna do it anyway right like we may as well have them here and keep an eye on them you know so like my dad like would just be like he would give me like the ads and be like pick out a 12 pack i'll get it for you and your friends or 18 pack like i'll get it for you and your friends you guys hang out here you know yeah or like a Friday night, and it was like cool old school parenting, old school parenting, right there. Cool, but folks. then at the same time, of course, like I wanted to be away from my parents, like I didn't want to be. So then there'd be times where, yeah, like I would, I mean, I'd, I'd, I mean, our mutual friend Matt would just dump me off on the fucking porch and knock on the door and 
<laughs> my, Singing my, his voice. Like, my, I can only imagine. My limp it. body just on the porch and him in the truck later. <laughs> <laughs> my, my parents uh, hated him for a while. Uh, no one hates him. Come on. Uh, yeah, yeah. But, uh, okay, so you're, you're into beer. Uh, did you ever think that you'd end up actually working in it? Or was that ever a goal of yours? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot um, of people love to like to drink it, but you know, to actually work in the industry, like it's tougher than most people think. Yeah, but I, I thought in a, in more of a sense of like, which is kind of what I'm doing. Uh, which is kind of weird, actually. I did. I I I was. I always thought about it. I'm like, I want to be in entertainment. Obviously, like that was my. So, I'm like, if, if somebody asked me like, if you could work a job, you know, I, and I said radio first, but I was like, but radio's dying. Um, <laughs> But then I was like, then maybe a maybe a brewery. You know, like I don't want to do the. I'm too I'm I'm too hasty and not concise, like to do the fucking actual brewing part, right? Like, mm. I I mean, I'm sure if I was like a brewer's assistant, I get the hang of things and I and, and eventually be like second nature, um, because I do care, but like, I'm always afraid I'm gonna fuck it up. Yeah. So it is a constant fear that you have to conquer. And for me, at like the first few weeks, I was like, okay. There's, there's that much money in this tank. And, uh, you know, it, dumping a tank once in a while does does get rid of that does get rid of that fear because yeah. it happened to me. Yeah. I, I, I once, I dumped, oh, man, it was it was horrible. Um, it was, I think, one of the first shifts I brewed on my own. It was my second time, actually. And, like, man, I was, I got there and, and you know, my head brewer was like, hey, man, I'm going to go early. You got this. Said, Psh, don't worry about it, dude. So I'm getting I'm getting ready to transfer, and then I remember he they had set up the bottom valve differently than I've seen it before. I'm like, oh, well, that's weird. I would put it this way. And as I went to take it off, I thought I realized, oh shit, that's t- that's holding the tank in. And then, psh. oh my god! Thankfully, I didn't dump. I mean, I well, actually, there was no thankfully. I had to actually end up dumping the whole batch. I just ended I just, up cleaning I'm, I'm up. It was so. Of, I'm thinking of that scene in Joe Dirt. Where he's on the oil rig. Oh no! Like, yeah, he's like I'm new. <laughs> All the oils. Yeah, yeah. Because like as soon as I realized it, it, it was too late. The water, the the wort started coming out, and I was like, "Well, I fucked up big. I just dumped all this money out." And like, let me tell you, let me tell you guys something. There is no harder phone call to make than having to call your boss <laughs> who just left you alone <laughs> to say, "Yeah, I don't got this." So remember how I said, "Yeah, I got this." Yeah, I totally didn't. So something happened. <laughs> so what had happened was, yeah. Well, that's so how I, that's how I. Oh, go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. no, but that's. I mean, it's a real fear because I mean, it's all it takes is that one extra twist, and there goes a batch of beer, and then you have no one to blame but yourself, and it's it's it sucks. But you get over it, man. You know. Yeah. Just gotta pay attention. Yeah. There's a lot of that. <laughs> uh, one of the first events I had to do. Um, oh, was that the I, one I you called, called me? You, I called you. Oh, you're like, so uh, uh, my shit stopped pouring. I'm like, I was what do you like, mean? I was <laughs> kind of freaking out because, like, and that was the thing too, was I was like, man, I don't want to look like I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Right. But you kind of didn't I, know I what you were doing. I got this job on, like, a, on, on the fact that I didn't have, I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> and, uh, cause, uh, I had, you know, I had been, a, I had been around everything so much. So I kind of, I kind of, like, you know, hyped up my resume a little bit. And, uh, and my experience a little bit, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that's how I got the job. Well, and also so I, was, I was second choice too. So well, also I, I think what 
what's funny about it is that you've always been sales as a comedian, even in your day jobs. Like you, I feel like you've always done sales, and so such a big part of comedy is selling yourself. And it's the same thing with beer. Like you kind of sold yourself, and you got the fucking job. Right. Um, well, that, yeah. Exactly. So that's that's where I'm getting to. What you were you were asking me is like if I thought I and I said yeah. Well, yeah. I always thought I was I I would work maybe in this industry, but in a, in the sense of like like I said like more like advertising and not advertising but uh what's the word like branding mostly right. you know so that's what it was and uh so yeah so i got this the sales job and i'm always thinking of how to uh yeah like mostly like branding like how to how to like promote yourself and yeah and promotion and shit like that so uh you know i do that for me and, and comedy all the time so when i got this job it's like i unfortunately i mean everything's kind of taking a weird turn and everything's yeah and that was it's fine that was, that was gonna be my next point um i remember your instagram story i think the day after it was announced that we were gonna start oh, the lockdown oh, and you were oh, like so <laughs> yeah you had this look on your face like you were done you're like so after you know all these years i finally found a job that i'm really good at and i know i can do well in and we're closed yeah fuck yeah and it was it's it's so it's it's just it, it it's hard to be upset anymore because it it, it is kind of the pattern of my life. <laughs> like like when accept accepted at this like point. when things are going well, I'm like, well, this isn't gonna last because this I'm is like, when the ground falls right, from beneath uh, your yeah, feet. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. when something good happens, I'm like, tomorrow, I'm like, cancer probably. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> don't don't say that shit. No, you know, but you know what I mean. It's like, and and. and Sometimes, sometimes it breaks me down still, and but for the most part, it's just I'm just like, well, there it is. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, thankfully they have you doing deliveries again. Well, uh, yeah, but now it's like everything's shut down, and and uh, and the deliveries are all on my own terms. Like I volunteered to right. just to take the orders and and show up and pour them and, and take them, you know. So, uh, you know, I, I'm. It's no fault on them. It's it's just what's fucking going on. It's like it's it's really. F- it's really fucked. It's like a really I, weird, perfect storm of just like, of just yeah, I know, and, it, and, it, and I feel bad, and it's like I want, it's like I got this job, uh, you know, Wing Walker is, they're a young company, young brewing uh, brewery, so, I you know, I don't want to say too much, too, too many negative things. Well, of course not. No, you don't. Say in a, in a, in a, in a in as best a way I can say it is like they they kind of didn't know what they were doing, and and the reason I got hired is because i had an idea of they had faith in me to kind of turn it around to get people in there you know to right, get people right. to buy to get people to to get people in and and i was you know i wanted to help with uh events and so they, they i was doing events and i was doing promotion and i was doing sales so right well i mean that's what most breweries especially because they're younger you have to build the audience you have to you know Go to those festivals. You gotta, you know, be at all the pop yeah. and beer events. And, that's that's, and the thing is, I thrive in those. Like that's what I want to do. That's what I should be doing. And and it was like finally, like I finally have, uh, you know what I mean? Like comedy is, it's it's hard enough as it is. And and it was, I was making money and I was doing well, but it wasn't, you know, paying my bills right. completely. I mean, it was it sort of was, but not, not to have a career off of, you know. So. Of course, I had to. I still had to work, and so I was like, "This was going to be a perfect thing where comedy and and my job could like coexist, and like 
and I could do comedy at the brewery and still get paid for it and then run my other shows and also still hit the road and like do all this other stuff. I'm like, this is perfect. And, and then you then, can take the beers with you when you're on the road. Absolutely. And, and I, could just, um, I mean, it's one of the things that I think the, the last interview I did with Megan over at uh, the plate was we talked about how a lot of breweries sort of had to adapt to how everything's just ever changing and something I saw immediately with Wing Walker, more posts. And then, of course, you did that commercial. Oh, yeah, yeah. So and I I still look at that commercial sometimes, like, just for the bit where you're in the pool and you're just splashing your yeah, feet yeah, around. Yeah. Like, what uh, what made you decide to go for it and make that commercial? Uh, well, there was – okay, so they're in Monrovia. And so they uh, – David, the owner, got, got, like, an email for from Arcadia Chamber of Commerce. Yeah. Um, and they were – they were saying that they were going to like spotlight a, a different brewery for like thirst. They were calling it thirsty Thursday. So every Thursday they're going to like spotlight a different brewery. And they're like, so if you send us a video or a flyer of like your, your takeout options and blah, 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 blah. It was during this whole COVID thing, mm-hmm. um, obviously. And they were like, well, we'll put it up and we'll, and we'll promote the, the brewery. And then, so we had a meeting about it and like, everyone was like, you, <laughs> and I'm like, what? They're all, hey, jokes are like, guy. you're the f- you're the comedian, and I'm like, right, but I, what, well, <laughs> you know, like, you're a comedian. Can you write? Send us a script. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I love that. You're a chef. Can you can, farm? Can you farm? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mitch Hedberg. Love uh, that guy. Yeah. So I was like, well, yeah. I'm like. And I didn't want to be the I didn't want to be that because like I knew I was like, if you leave it up, I'm like, I got this. Right. Mm-hmm. But like, I didn't want to be like, oh, yeah, so I should be in the commercial. Right. Like, I mean, I'm the only one that's uh, <laughs> I'm the only talented person in this group. Like, uh, so but everybody else was looking and I was like, OK, well, I'm like, who I can edit and I can write a script and I can be in it. I'm like, but what are we going to do? I'm like, I, I'm like, I can write a funny sketch. I'm like, but you're not going to like it. Like, I, I'm like, you guys are just going to think. You know, I'm like, I, there's certain rules I'm going to have to abide by. Right? right. Like, so I'm like, that's what makes it hard for me. I'm, I'm like, so I li- they're like, just come up with an idea. Don't make it we'll too you, fucking we'll vulgar. Just, yeah. And I dude, that was a little that what the finished product was, was the fourth draft. <laughs> that was the fourth draft. Really? Of, yes. Yeah. yeah I think I, I, before you posted it, I remember you showed me a different version. Well, there was a different version, but I'm talking about the fourth draft of, of what we were going to do. Oh, really? So the first one was. Uh, like a Larry H. Parker. I had an idea to do like a Larry H. Parker. Like a, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. But the, I guess the, the, the gag trunk. with the with the swimming trunks and the suit was always the same. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm like, yeah, it'll be funny to, re- you know, reveal that I don't have any pants on. Right. And I was just not going to wear pants. I was going to wear like boxers. <laughs> and then my boss was like, maybe some swim trunks. I'm like, oh, God, okay. <laughs> uh, and then. It was there was that, and then he was like, "Oh, and so I, I typed up a script, and then he was like, "Oh, it seems too aggressive," and the whole thing I thought it was really funny because like I remember, I remember writing it. I, sh- I should send it to you because the whole thing was about like, uh, these are all these things that are going wrong, like because you're at home, right. right? Like kids are annoying you, you know, uh, wife's always around, and blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, oh, even the dog's tired of you, <laughs> <laughs> and then it was like, well, we have your solution beer <laughs> right like that was the thing and then uh it's something about like delivery options and then i i, I said like uh you know because who's to say what's essential and what's not and i was like and you can come in at, at noon and i was like because the beastie boys fought for your right 
for something like this. Right. Yeah, that's perfect <laughs> so, sense. So I was, and I think I even, yeah, I was like at the end, it was like the great Americans, the Beastie Boys, like fought <laughs> fought for this right or something like that. And then like they were like, oh, we should make a Beastie Boys reference. And I was like, oh god, okay. So then, then I was like, okay, what if I do like a, like almost like a Macho Man, like Slim Jim commercial, yeah. like uh. uh do something right now. Wing Walker here. Wing Walker Brewing. The greatest brew of all time. Yeah, dig it. Freak out. Freak out. Yeah. It's good. It's good. Once in a while. Once in a while. Anyway, here's. <laughs> I try. I, every when I'm when I get pretty drunk, I can I can do a pretty good one. I feel like the for me when I, whenever I tend to get uh, when I get fucking hammered, I'll I'll just start doing Ric Flair, start wooing. Yeah, that's a, start yelling about my shoes one. being expensive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, okay, so uh, when you, I remember seeing that version you showed me initially, um, but I love the touch where you made the boss like, wah, 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 wah. yeah, everyone seems to like that. And, and it wasn't, no, I like the original one where he, he my drops a joke idea. at the end. There's like a joke he drops at the end, right? Uh, there was a couple where he said something. Uh, he's like, he's all, you know how much this haircut costs? Oh. Because like costs more than your stimulus check, I'll tell you or something like that. Yeah, I yeah, this will be dumb. I, just, I can't remember. <laughs> it just made me laugh. Um, but uh, how's that response been on your end? Like, how have people respo- uh, responded? Oh, everyone to thought that? it was great. Uh, but the want want thing was was that's the thing I get the most like the the most notes about, and I'm like, that wasn't even my fucking idea. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it still worked. I laughed, but. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that was the thing was he kept he, my my mean you know my mind him being a boss he was like the boss seems too aggressive, and antagonistic. He's like and I don't want that. And I'm like, oh, I'm like okay boss. But he's but that's the point right? He's yeah, a corporate yeah, yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. It's not like it's, yeah, I know. Oh, but hey, you know what? Hey, it, the commercial turned out great. Well, thank um, you. I was very proud of it. Yeah. So uh, we're gonna kind of tie it off together here soon. What do you have to say to the folks out there? Uh, how has your experience overall been at Wing Walker so far? I mean, uh, it's For been a little time that you actually it's been had. It's great, man. It's like the, the whole, the micro brew and craft beer industry is, is, is amazing. And the camaraderie is, is fantastic. And I, and I see it as I travel. And it's like people, people even in different areas, if I, if I talk to them about, you know, craft beer from down here, like they, you know, they're, they're happy to hear about it. They're happy to talk about it. And mm-hmm. um, you know, one of the last trips I went on, it was like fantastic. You know, it was like uh, I went to Santa Rosa. And the, yeah, like I'll say that. you do your, your yearly uh, Pliny the Younger. Yeah, but I also now it's a comedy tour that I do now, too. So it's like those people up there are fantastic. And, um, you know, I always try and bring some stuff down. It's just it's 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 a weird world. And 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 craft beer drinkers are much better audience members actually too yeah we're hammered dude. we're like we're on like that you know at the time it's like 9 nine thirty. when you jump on we're like on a fucking round of our third barley wine yeah we're drinking we you're, don't give a you're fuck. hammered but you're educated well not all the time not all, not all of us but not you know time, I guess. but yeah. <laughs> i mean it's, it, it, but yeah it, we're, it, we're, it, we're a good crowd i mean i'm just saying it's a better crowd than if i went to if i was like at a dive bar where everyone's drunk on cheap whiskey right we're, we're a supportive bunch but to be fair we're probably also drunk on cheap whiskey so <laughs> hey man, we we all gotta make a living. You always catch me drunk on cheap whiskey. That's true. Um, all right, what? so oh, what? sorry. No, no, what? What? Did I ever tell you about how Lagunitas hooked me up with like a bunch of stuff? One no, day? actually, let's talk about that because Lagunitas is a goddamn mystery to me. Uh, it was weird. Uh, I reached out. Uh, they reached out to me because I was doing I was doing a monthly comedy show right here at the, at the bar, 
at uh, Silver Dollar. And they hit me up asking if I would be down to have them do a like a promo night. Yeah. And I was like, what do you mean? And they're like, oh, well, the 12th of Never is coming out or it's, it's out. We're promoting it. Like yeah. They're like, so we want to come and give out cans of the beer, cases of the beer, merchandise and all this other stuff. And I was like, hell yeah. So they made posters for me. They did all this stuff. And then within that, like I kept in contact with them. They would send me stuff. They'd send me. I mean, and it was and <laughs> they sent me stuff. Promo get, materials, stuff promo like materials cases of beer, like, you know, uh, bottle openers mag i mean merch Just all this stuff stuff to, stuff to give out yeah i mean i obviously i kept the beer but uh <laughs> and, and i kept a couple of things for myself yeah, but uh and but then even to where i was like hey i'm gonna go i'm going up north like can i hit petaluma and i got like the royal treatment like they gave me a private tour i mean i didn't pay for anything i got like right. free i mean f it was wild and i i mean it and uh, the, I mean, the the, uh, the guy that I was in touch with was ended up being uh, he ended up, I guess, uh, moving to a different company. But it was like, I mean, I got the royal treatment from them for a good, you know, Isn't at least the best, at least like a year, you know, and it was it was weird. I was like, this is wild. Like, I'm like I, that to me. I'm like that. I made it like I'm like, <laughs> if I, I, I felt like a beer because it was like almost like a beer sponsorship for a little while. You know, right. like, they sent me stuff for the podcast. They sent me, you know, they were like, talk about us on the podcast, you know. They were like, any of your live events, give this stuff out. Like, we're, you know, just let us know anything you need. And it was like, hey, every time I had something coming up, I'd be like, hey, I got this. They'd send me a ton of shit. Right. And then, <laughs> it was crazy. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. It's always, I always love those. I have one quick story. I went to Dallas, Texas. Uh, I think it was last year. And I was with a group of people. Girl, I'm dating, uh, the girl I was dating at the time. And we uh, go to Deep Ellum, Deep Ellum Brewing. And I see this little, this short dude, but like big beard, messy ass hair. And I look at him I'm like that motherfucker works here. That, that's a brewer. Mm -hmm. That's a brewer. I could, we could smell our own. I smell the malt on this yeah. motherfucker, it was right? Stuck so, in his beard. Yeah. So I walk, up, I, I, I walk up to him like, hey man, you know, my name is Javi. I'm a brewer over at Pacific Plate. Do you like know anyone that, do you work here? And he's like, yeah, I do. I'm one of the brewers. I'm like, excellent. What's up, man? And so I end up chatting with him for a few minutes. He's like, hey, you know, I'm kind of just hanging out. Like, do you want a tour? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. So, brought, I brought the whole group. I'm like, hey, this guy's going to give us a tour. And yeah, like yeah. for that, like you said, for those, like, they gave us a nice tour. He hooked us up with beers. But, like, mm. in that moment, I felt like, yeah. You know, it's the same thing happened with Bear Republic, too, while I was up there. Oh, I love Bear Republic. Uh, they're my first IPA. I got it. They're, they're the reason I got into five? beer. Yeah, Racer 5. Huh. I think mine was what? Uh, I had to have been Torpedo. I love a torpedo. That's a good, that's a good one. Uh, anyway, yeah. So like, and then for, I'm still in contact with this dude and he would just, uh, he, he was at one of my comedy shows up there and then he was, he got in, in contact with me, started listening to the podcast and started sending me beer. From, see, from, see what comedy does, dude? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> crazy. Now, before we let you go, why don't you plug all your shit? Go. Um, well, first of all, my butt. No, uh, <laughs> Which you can see on OnlyFans. I mean, he has OnlyFans. Right now, right now, comedy's slowed down. I mean, I, I'm, I'm supposed to go to San Diego at the end of July. Uh, Things are opening up, dude. Maybe. So, well, San Diego's just they're completely open already, and I love it down there. And any excuse, but uh, I haven't been on stage in so long, so I'm, I'm a little nervous to get, <laughs> to get back out there. But um, check out Humpcast. Comes out every uh, Wednesday. Wednesday, uh, audio version comes out every Wednesday. Streamed live on Tuesdays on YouTube and Facebook. Same goes for Hit the Mics with Ryan D. That's 
myself and uh, our mutual friend Steve Rogers. We we are uh, podcasting live in my garage uh, every Thursday or Friday. We're kind of like trying to figure out a schedule, um, and those are fun. And the the audio versions of those are usually extended versions and uh, edited by by yours truly. And uh, on top of that, we got our Patreon that we're trying to raise some money to uh, update the studio and. Uh, and I do, I've been trying to, oh, follow me on Instagram at Ryan P. Demarest. Um, I do some fun Instagram stuff and you get to see him poop once in a while. Every, it's every once in a while. The, that's for the only fans, dude. That's for the only fans. There's a special I mean, subscription. I, I put it out there so much. Everyone just do like, why I'm, we all accept it now. Yeah. They're like, I'm just going to get it for free. It's like I've, I've seen those pasty legs before. <laughs> uh, <laughs> also he works at wing Walker brewing that, in Monrovia. Um, are they, are they, so is it because of the, because of everything going on, are they barrel I mean, aged? We got some barrel aged stuff coming up. Barrel aged. Uh, I love it. It's that ready. Shit. And I think it's kegged, but, uh, it's very good. So check them out. Wing Walker brewing. I'm sure they have social media. Check out on their social media channels. Yeah. Facebook, I, think it's, I think it's just at wing Walker beer or wing Walker, wing Walker brewing company, whatever. Something Google like it. that. Something like that. Yeah. So check them out. Check out their beer. When things open up, check out my boy, Ryan D. He's hilarious. Check out their podcast. They're fantastic. Uh, thanks, Ryan, for coming on the podcast this week. Well, I appreciate it. Uh, thanks, and, and you're welcome for using my setup. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I haven't said technically. He's like, I guess I'm gonna. I'm just going to bribe him to be my producer now. No, it's totally fine, man. Yeah, I, yeah. I so got nothing to do. <laughs> as long as you bring me beer and I just sit behind the board, I'm good. That's all I'm going to do. I'm going to feed him beer and just use him as, as often as possible. <laughs> Uh, so again, thank you guys for tuning in this week. Check us out at uh, hoppedla.com. You'll find the podcast plus all the other great content that we post. Uh, make sure if you buy a beer, try to get local, support your local breweries, hit up El Segundo, one of our uh, delicious sponsors, and make sure folks to be kind to each other, wash your fucking hands, and uh, maintain social distancing at least for now. And, uh, you know, I, I think this is a good time to just maybe just listen. Cheers, everybody.